Hey everyone, and welcome to the Thrive24 podcast. Another solo job today. And what I wanted to go over, which I think is a big thing that holds a lot of people back, and it's normally because people live for the weekend. So during Monday to Friday, when it comes to getting in shape and when it comes to losing weight, people are on the ball. People absolutely smash it because they're busy. They don't sometimes don't even have time to eat, but they'll make time to exercise. They'll make time to eat better. Then the biggest issue I then find is that when it comes to the weekend, it feels like it's, you know, it all just goes crazy and hell breaks loose. And this is something that is holding you back and this is something that you don't realize actually plays a massive role on your journey and it causes a lot of frustration. And why does it cause a lot of frustration? Well, when you then get to the weekend, you've put in hard work Monday to Friday. The weekend, you just go crazy and your average calories then for the week go from being in a calorie deficit into a calorie surplus and a calorie surplus is a point where we then gain weight and maintenance is where we then maintain and how I always then tell my clients to look at calories number one is that calories work over a week period so we want that average Monday to Sunday to be within a calorie deficit and on average if you maybe don't know you know how many calories you should be on An easy way to kind of work it out is get your body weight in pounds and just times that by 12. That just gives you a rough idea of what to follow. But that is important to make sure that that week is averaged under and in a calorie deficit. This will then mean you will then lose weight. As I said, a lot of the time when it comes to the weekend, people just, you know, go crazy and next thing you know you're well over your calories overall for the week and it's realizing that friday saturday sunday are actually 42 percent of your week so you're ruining 42 percent basically of your progress which is crazy so you know you don't want to be able to you know throw all that hard work out of the window and said that's nearly half of your week And all this will do is just make your fat loss goals, make you getting in shape, take longer than it actually needs to. We want the fat loss phase to be as quick as possible so that we can actually get into, you know, the building phase, actually putting on some muscle. Especially as guys, we want just to get it done and boxed off. And with the fat loss phase, we can do that. But you need to then also realize Some level of sacrifice has to be made um, if you do want to get the results that you want. At the end of the day, this is a bit of brutal honesty. But the only reason why you are where you are right now is because, because of the accumulation of bad habits. And you need to take ownership of that. And you also then have to understand that things have to change if you want to change and if you want to move forwards. Otherwise, you're just going to carry on making things worse or stay exactly where you are for the rest of your life. So some sacrifice has to be made. And over the weekend, this is a great opportunity for you to actually show how much a result means to you, 
how much getting in shape means to you, how much feeling good means to you. And this doesn't mean you can't go out on a weekend. This doesn't mean you can't go out for meals. This doesn't mean you can't meet up with friends because you can. And I have shown that over the years. I have had many occasions where I've went out on the weekends, many occasions where I've had meals out. I actually have a meal out every single week, but it is within my calories and still keeps me within my calorie deficit. And I use a bunch of methods around that to make sure I get to where I want to be. But I'm going to run through today five little tips that I think will change the game for you when it comes to weekends. It's making the actual weekends work for us now instead. So firstly, I would say allow for one poor meal over the weekend, but never two. Let you enjoy yourself for one meal, maybe on a Saturday night, but get straight back on it after you've had your meal. Do not let it flow over into the whole weekend. And for people that maybe, you know, go out or order in Friday, Saturday, Sunday and just go crazy, you've got to realize how much of a big progression step that is taking two to uh, three days of going crazy to one meal. It makes a hell of a difference. And then I'll drop your calories by thousands just by having that one meal. And that one meal is then you still enjoying yourself, enjoying food. Second is controlling your alcohol intake. So firstly, one of the biggest things I notice with the guys in my program is that they first come in and they're like, oh, I want to go out for the bevy with the lads on the weekend. I still want to do this. I still want to be able to go out and have pints and things. I say, fine, we can work ways around that and make better decisions. For example, we can swap pints for bottles. We can have a diet drink in between each alcoholic drink. Something that I used to do was have a coffee. In- hey, everyone, just a short intermission. If this podcast has helped you realize that you want to make a change and that you want to get into the shape of your life that you want to thrive in your social life relationships and in your career and you're ready to make that change make sure to drop me a follow on instagram at coach gel underscore that is at coach gel underscore drop me a dm with the word coach and we can have a chat to see if i can help you right let's get back to it in between and that would kind of sober me up and keep me, keep letting me make better decisions and even knowing how many drinks you're going to be having so for example you go out and you know okay i'm only going to have x amount of pints i'm going to have x amount of bottles of beer for example but one thing as i said i notice is that a lot of my clients end up stop drinking and i think this is down to realizing how good life can actually become when you look after yourself. When you're full of confidence, you're the happiest you've ever been. You can look in the mirror and be proud of what you see. You feel good. You have the most energy you've ever had in your life. All these things, you realize that alcohol pulls away from it. And normally it takes one moment of where you maybe go out on a weekend and you have drinks and then you wake up the next day and you're like, why have I done that? Because I really enjoy the feeling of being in shape and being fit. And alcohol takes away from that. So a lot of the time I do see over, this is normally over a few months of clients and guys being in my program that this sort of, of, this changes, 
sorry, and this changes. But it's amazing to see how much of a difference it can make. And this doesn't mean then you can't you have to stop drinking for the rest of your life. I still do it every so often, but it is in within my own control. And it's only for realistically special occasions and very rare at that. So with alcohol, it's the controlling of your intake. As I said, knowing how many drinks you're going to be having, swapping pints and bottles, having diet drinks, you know, um, even having coffees in between as well will make a huge difference. And the thing is, is if, if you really do enjoy the taste of, say, for example, a beer, there's so many non-alcoholic options nowadays or low-alcoholic options that are lower in calorie that you can now go for too. The third tip is the two-course rule. So, at the end of the day, sacrifice has to be made, as I said, to be able to get incredible results because you've had so many years of not making any sacrifices, we're now going to have to pull back. And the two-course rule is when going out for meals, instead of having three courses, stick to two. Have a starter or a main, have a main and a dessert, have a starter and a dessert if that's what you really want. So instead of having three courses, stick to two. This will save you so many calories and you'll actually be able to enjoy yourself without leaving the table feeling sick that you've ate that much. How many times, and this happened to me a million times, have you had a starter? Have you had a main? And then you're like, oh, I'm so full, I feel sick. Oh, but I'll get a dessert. I have space for dessert. I can squeeze in dessert. What would have happened if you ignored that starter? You went for the main and dessert. You would leave that table feeling full and not feeling sick. The thing is, is that when we do go to restaurants and things, we get caught up in the moment. Emotions are high. Not just that, we are also normally hungry. So we look at the menu and we're like, oh my God, I want this, I want this, I want that. Oh my God, this food looks insane. But one thing I want you to realize is that you can always go to this restaurant again. This is not the last meal you're going to be eating. And then when it comes to it, pick your starter. Pick your main, then don't have a dessert. Or then pick your main and have a dessert. But you said you do not want to be leaving meals feeling sick. The number four is pick the best option. So protecting your results should be at the always always be at the forefront of your mind. So when it comes to the weekends, then you're going to be making that better choice. Thing is, you can still go to the cinema, and instead of having popcorn, instead of having nachos, you can take your own low calorie snacks. If you're going out for a meal. You can then pick your meal to be at Nando's, Wagamama's, etc., where calories are on the menu and where you can track your food. You can still go out and enjoy yourself, but still track your calories. For example, when I go out every week or so for my meal, I normally will find a restaurant that has the calories on the menu. The go-tos, as I said, are places like Nando's, Wagamama's, etc., because the calories are on there. And they also give me good options and good choices of clean protein sources. Chicken and noodles. Nando's, you know, chicken breast, low calorie, high protein. And then also making sure that you're picking good sides to go with those as well. But always making sure you are making that best option for you and for your results. 
And at the end of the day, you are in charge of your results. You are in charge of your life. So make the decisions that serve you and protect your results at all costs. You are not a baby anymore and you do not have to listen to what other people tell you and you don't have to fall into other people's traps because of their self-consciousness around themselves and how they feel. If you want to go to Nando's to make sure that you are on track, you go and do that. Yeah? Be strong in the decisions that you make. And the last one, and this is a big one, is that remember that it's not always going to be like this. You're currently in a fat loss phase. And you've found yourself in this position, as I said, because you've neglected your health for so long. So you have to make up for the mistakes that you've made. Once you've completed your fat loss phase, then we can learn how to build, how to maintain, and you will then have more freedom to actually enjoy more meals out, etc. because you have more calories to play with. You have less stress on hitting your fat loss goals. You have more of a light lifestyle approach to your goals which is huge and it is an amazing place to be, but you have to initially get past that fat loss phase first. End of the day is that you will always push and pull on your journey, but it's now time to double down and make sure you get into the shape of your life physically and mentally so that you can have a life of the highest quality. Don't let weekends hold you back. Get moving forwards. If you found this podcast helpful, make sure to drop it a like, share it, rate it five stars. It really does help me out. Right, I'll see you in the next one.